The following program contains views, ideas, and opinions that have been produced by the host DJ and their guests, and are not reflective of the views of WRFL or its underwriters. For questions, comments, or concerns, please email programming at wrfl.fm. Thank you for tuning in to eighty-eight point one WRFL Lexington. Good evening and welcome to Campus Voices, a program where we take a look at what's currently going on around Lexington and the UK campus communities. I'm your host, Sarah Simon Patches, and tonight we are discussing the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic on students' mental health. The outbreak of COVID-19 has disrupted the lives of many people around the globe. Due to the rapid increase of positive cases worldwide, it has created a sense of uncertainty and anxiety about what is happening and going on in the future. According to a research survey conducted by the Center for Disease Control, it has also caused a tremendous level of stress among college students, which may lead to unfavorable effects on their learning and psychological health. The Center for Disease Control also mentions that the coronavirus pandemic has been associated with mental health challenges related to the morbidity and mortality caused by the disease and also because of the impact of physical distancing and stay-at-home orders. Symptoms of anxiety disorder and depressive disorder increased considerably in the United States during April to June of 2020 compared to 2019, and according to the UK Counseling Center's recent findings, nearly half of adults in the United States reported that their mental health has been negatively impacted due to worry and stress over COVID-19. WRFL reporter Megan Bishop reports more on the research and statistics of exactly how the coronavirus pandemic has affected students' mental health. There are many factors due to COVID-19 that have created stress, anxiety, or mental health issues in students, and almost all of them are related to the new school environments that students are being forced to get used to. According to a study presented by the Journal of Medical Internet Research, the most notable change students are experiencing and reportedly the most difficult one was the shift from face-to-face -face instruction to nearly fully online classes. This is a change that has taken place worldwide and here at the University of Kentucky in hopes of limiting the spread of germs in large crowded places. Having limited options to meet in person with a professor, advisor, or faculty member has definitely taken a toll on students' stress levels. The transition to online mode has also increased the need for computers and its equipment at home and have now placed a heavy burden on students who used to rely on campus resources like internet access and technology if they didn't have access to their own. The transition to online classes also has a serious impact on students' ability to take exams, quizzes, participate in group projects, and labs that were originally designed for in-person. Students are concerned that the outbreak will affect their overall grade performance. The COVID-19 pandemic may also have a serious impact on the careers of recent graduates. They are experiencing major interruptions in teaching and assessment in the final part of their studies and missing out on things like internships and job fairs. Aside from academics, international students staying far from home that are unable to return are not only worried about their health, safety, and education, but they also have a number of concerns for the well-being of their families back home. For WRFL Radio, I'm Megan Bishop. Tonight, we are going to hear from Ashley Hinton Monser. She currently serves as the Student Wellness Director at the University of Kentucky, overseeing the Student Wellbeing Programming Initiatives, the Well Kentucky Campus Coalition, the Collegiate Recovery Community, and Koru Mindfulness and Meditation. Ashley is a certified wellness coach working in partnership 
to help establish a strong student success integrated coaching model for the university. Ashley completed her Master's of Science in Health Promotion at the University of Kentucky while also obtaining a second Master's in Public Health. Tonight, we will also hear from Matt Grammer, who is a licensed professional counselor with a dual master's degrees in mental health counseling and school counseling from Eastern Kentucky University. His current research focuses on figuring out how to make a significant impact on mental health treatment at an organizational level. Matt is also the founder and CEO of Kentucky Counseling Center. Started in 2014, the Kentucky Counseling Center offers online counseling and psychiatry to numerous people across the state. Thank you both for being with us today. Ashley, why do you believe mental health and wellness is an important topic for college students to talk about, especially during a pandemic like this? Yes, thank you for having me. Um, as was mentioned in the introduction, definitely an increase in anxiety, loss of feeling of control, that isolation, that loneliness has led a lot of our students to um, needing to access a lot of resources and finding barriers in that access by not knowing about those resources or recognizing that uh, many of our campus resources have become virtual offerings, um, but that communication that we would normally have gotten in those in-person events is, is limited. Um, we recently hosted a Wellapalooza in-person event to bring our campus partners together to help communicate that and had a great uh, opportunity to meet multiple students to connect them to the many things we're offering. Um, more now than ever, I think it's important that our campus partners stay connected, work together, and continue to reduce all the barriers uh, that this pandemic is posing for our students. Thank you. And Matt, do you believe that universities, and particularly the University of Kentucky, should take into account students' mental well-being even more than they have prior to COVID-19? Yeah, you know, I, I think every university always needs to prioritize health and mental health as a part of, of that whole being. Um, the stats of 20 to 25% of, of experiencing a mental health issue at some point in their lives, you know, we've all either experienced something or we know, know somebody that has. Um, the more that we talk about it, the less stigma there's going to be around it, and the more that we can understand um, mental health and, and how to improve that. Thank you both for your answers. According to the CDC, mental health is outlined as one of the leading obstacles to academic success within students. Decreased mental health can affect a student's motivation, social interactions, concentration, and many other factors of their college experience. The negative stigma surrounding mental health offers no aid to those students suffering from these issues, as anxiety is reported as one of the most common psychological problems among college students, and those experience suicidal tendencies rarely report these thoughts to counselors at the university they attend. According to the Mental Health Foundation, mental health conditions are commonly viewed in a negative light, making younger generations even more reluctant to speak out on these problems. With the recent COVID-19 pandemic putting life on pause, mental health has gained more momentum in recent months. It has been found, according to a study presented by Biomed Central Public Health, that epidemics or pandemics such as COVID-19 can create or increase stressors, including worry, fear, or constraints on social activities because of mandatory quarantines. WRFL reporter Megan Bishop has more information on the research behind the effects of students' mental health during the COVID-19 pandemic. The Center for Disease Control recently conducted a research survey to assess mental health, 
substance abuse, and suicidal thoughts in students during the pandemic. The representative panel surveys were conducted among adults ages 18 and older across the United States during the same month that the stay-at-home rules first began. The findings of this study show a significant negative impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on college students, particularly affecting their academics, health, and lifestyle. The study found that the pandemic induced more stress and anxiety onto college students, who are known to be vulnerable in their mental health and well-being. It was found that the prominent concerns among those who participated in the study were their own health and the health of their loved ones, along with concentration difficulties. Concentration difficulties expressed by the respondents of this study adversely affected their confidence and motivation. Another interesting finding in this study showed that many respondents talked about the pandemic affecting their eating habits and sleeping patterns which the researchers determined as correlated to symptoms of depression and anxiety. One surprising aspect of this study was that 44% of the respondents stated that they experienced higher levels of depressive thoughts, while eight mentioned experiencing suicidal thoughts amidst the COVID-19 pandemic. This was surprising to researchers because this percentage is higher than the average percentage of college students who report suicidal thoughts when there is not a pandemic occurring. One of these students provided researchers with a quote, saying they would be up until probably 4 or 5 in the morning and sleep throughout the day usually, while another commented that it had been hard to have some understanding compared to the face-to-face -face meeting when it comes to learning content on Zoom. For WRFL Radio, I'm Megan Bishop. Why do you believe mental health conditions like anxiety or depression have such a negative stigma surrounding them? I think there's such a stigma around them because we're afraid to be vulnerable. We're afraid to admit that we're not perfect and everybody's trying to be. Um, but I think that there's a lot more power in identifying you know, what you need to work on. If it's anxiety, if it's depression, learning how to decrease those symptoms, whatever it is, I think that self-improvement um, is so much more powerful than um, just you know, letting the stigma be there and, and not talking about it. And Ashley, what are ways that we can decrease the negative stigma surrounding mental health during this pandemic when statistically more students are suffering from higher stress levels and increased levels of anxiety? I love how Matt mentioned the word vulnerable. And I think that's one of the great things that came out of this pandemic is we saw a lot of celebrities, social media, influencers, talk show hosts, be vulnerable in their home environments, um, not in their personas, just who they are, um, which opened that door to talking about we're all human and we're all trying to get through this together, which in some ways does help reduce that stigma as well. I think the greatest thing we can do is continue to make those resources readily available uh, to communicate those resources at every opportunity. So again, thank you for allowing us this opportunity to talk about what, what is out there and what is available. And then knowing what the barriers are and us um, university understanding what are the barriers to the access? How can we make those easier um, and more attainable and more accessible for our students to help them overcome? Um, and that it's just, okay, it's okay to not be okay sometimes and we have to ask for help. And so the more we talk about it, the more vulnerable we are with ourselves and with others and we say, hey, I'm not okay and I need help, I think we reduce that stigma. Thank you both. The University of Kentucky worked over the summer to make a game plan for how the upcoming semesters will look, with updates being given by President of the University of Kentucky, Eli Capaluto. This plan has included changing class format, formats to online or hybrid courses, 
implementing a mask mandate across campus and providing COVID-19 testing to all attending students. However, many extracurriculars, sports, clubs, and campus organizations have been forced to either cancel, postpone, or virtualize their events for this school year due to social distancing guidelines and to allow students to avoid large crowds. The restrictions of COVID-19 have significantly changed students' daily routines, forcing them to find a new normal. These drastic changes are just a fraction of the negative effects this pandemic has had on student mental health. WRFL reporter Jamie French is here to describe one student's perspective on how the coronavirus has affected her last school year as a UK student before she graduates. Ashley Collins is one senior at the University of Kentucky who feels that her last year has been nothing but difficult between the new mode of online learning and missing out on the valuable hands-on experiences. Being a senior, I have not had in-person classes. Um, I'm in the Communication Sciences and Disorders program. We have not been able to participate in in in-person clinicals. We've had to do everything um, via video. As I'm applying to grad schools, I needed letters of recommendations from professors and it's been hard to kind of um, talk to them about this and um, because I haven't been able to really connect with them on a personal level. Not only does the struggle of this new mode of learning weigh heavy on Collins, but also from the cancellation of her extracurriculars and study abroad opportunities. I had made plans to travel to Quito, Ecuador on a health brigade with my um, CSD program to help those with communication disorders and that was canceled due to COVID and it was not rescheduled because COVID has not gone away. I am in a sorority here at UK and we have not been able to do anything really in person um, so I feel like I've really been cut short there. My last year at UK it's it's been sad because I haven't been able to do anything really. Colin says she spends most of her time at home doing what she can to make up for these missed experiences. However, she feels as if that's beginning to hurt her mental health. Being a person who already struggles with anxiety, it's been hard uh, being trapped in the house a lot of days. Um, I've just been able to do what I can here inside. And I would say that it's it's put a burden on my mental health just because I've felt trapped. Because symptoms of anxiety and depression in students have increased due to the loneliness of stay-at-home orders, Collins says she believes that it is vital that students not hesitate to ask for help when they need it. It's been really sad, but the best we can do is just keep practicing our social distancing and think that it's important that we reach out to our friends to check on them as well as just to reach out to any um, counseling centers, professors, just anyone who um, who can help us in that in those areas that we're struggling with as we're kind of trapped inside. For WRFL Radio, I'm Jamie French. So, Matt, how do shelter-in-place orders cognitively affect those that are stuck at home, and primarily those with pre-existing mental health conditions? I mean, I think it can be difficult uh, when you're stuck. Um, it's difficult for all of us. Yeah, but flip that question around and think about how many university students have struggled from social anxieties when we didn't have stay-at-home orders. You know, so, so it's, I think that, um, you know, clearly being separated from people, not having physical, when's the last time you hugged somebody that didn't live in your house? You know, how are you going to supplement that positive energy that you, that, you know, that comes with that? 
um, being stuck at home. So I think it's a challenge for all of us, but I think it's a challenge that we can all overcome. We've, we need to figure out, you know, how to how to move forward, how to deal with that, uh, and understand this is hopefully just temporary. Um, and Ashley, what are some healthy coping mechanisms that can be practiced at home for those undergoing stress while in quarantine? So one of the things is to kind of pause and breathe and start it somewhere. So learning the resources, knowing the resources um, is a good first step, but also knowing when to ask for help and seeking that help. Uh, we do have a Koru Mindfulness Initiative on our campus. So it's K-O-R-U. Um, to get more information about that, you can go to uky.edu backslash K-O-R-U. There are free virtual, or I'm sorry, there are virtual opportunities on that uh, website as well for students to take advantage of, as well as the campus community. Uh, teaching eight different mindfulness techniques that can start as easy as one minute all the way up to 10 minutes or 20 minutes, whatever meets your needs and your goals of that day. Um, it's like starting any program. You got to start at the beginning. You don't jump to the end. So be patient with yourself, be kind to yourself, and also focus on those positive wins um, each step of the way. Exercise is another great, great thing that uh, you can do virtually. We have virtual group fitness classes offered through our campus recreation and wellness uh, department. We also launched a sleep program. Um, so it's an app-based sleep well program uh, that is made available to our campus community as well so that they can track their sleep for seven days and get a personalized program based on that tracking uh, to meet goals, challenges, uh, to improve your sleep so you fall asleep faster, stay asleep, and feel rested when you So again, seeking those resources, knowing what's available to you, and sharing those resources with your fellow students. Great, thank you. As shown by the studies mentioned earlier in the show, the coronavirus pandemic has had a significant negative impact on the mental health of thousands of Americans. In a survey conducted of more than 18,000 college students on 14 campuses, published by the Healthy Minds Network, it was reported that symptoms of mental health conditions have been high in college student populations since before the start of the pandemic. But relative to COVID-19, the prevalence of depression increased compared to the previous year and a higher proportion of students reported that their mental health negatively impacted their academic performance. However, nearly 70% of students surveyed said that their campus administration has been very supportive during this difficult time, with professors being flexible with assignments as well as showing students compassion. WRFL reporter Megan Bishop discusses some of the tips that University of Kentucky is suggesting to help students who feel like their mental health has deteriorated due to COVID-19. In addition to mask wearing and testing sites, the University of Kentucky Counseling Center has also made it known that counseling services will still be offered to students this year. The Counseling Center offers virtual appointments so students can feel emotional support during these times. In addition, students can attend virtual coronavirus support groups, mindfulness sessions, and skill building groups to help them with any struggles they may be facing, COVID-related or not. The University of Kentucky Counseling Center Assistant Director and Outreach Director Megan Marks suggested a few at-home mental health coping strategies for UK students experiencing mental health problems amid the pandemic. She recommends students to reduce their exposure to social media, create a relaxing bedtime routine if they are having trouble sleeping, and focus on putting healthy meals and lots of water into your body. She also suggests taking time to make room for purpose and meaning. Considering there have been many disappointments and losses due to COVID-19, 
we certainly can't control what is happening in the world. However, students can control their inner experience of it. She also mentioned that the UK Counseling Center encourages students to focus on the positive aspects of their lives and to engage in mindfulness through their available programs. Discovering a mental health plan that fits your current stress response and needs is key. She reminds students to remember that your response and needs may also change over the coming weeks and months as the news surrounding the pandemic continues to develop. While at-home coping strategies are great, sometimes they just aren't enough. Zoom interaction programs that the Counseling Center is now offering is considered an effective option for the human connection that many students may need. Reporting for WRFL Radio, I'm Megan Bishop. Ashley, what are some helpful outlets that the UK Campus Recreation and Wellness Center is currently offering? And also, do you think that the university should do more to ensure the well-being of their students during this pandemic? So one of the biggest barriers we have heard in the past is students not knowing what's available to them. Uh, so this past year, we've created a virtual resource called Well Kentucky. Um, it is the website wellkentucky.uky.edu. That is a one-stop shop for all things well-being across our campus. It's broken into nine different areas of well-being so that students can connect easily to all of the resources within that area without searching hard or going through the entire um, UK website to find what's out there. So we've made it accessible and easy um, for all things from financial well-being to uh, mental health as well as physical. And um, I think for the university, uh, the university has absolutely been committed to continuing to strive to do more and do better. And the first step is understanding what those needs are, what those barriers are, and working together to overcome those. Um, always. Uh, there's more to learn, there's more to do, um, but the, from everything in my office area, the university has been committed. The office now referred to as student success um, has, it is a number one strategic initiative that we focus on uh, student well-being and how do we create more resources, access and reduce barriers around student wellness. Matt, has the Kentucky Counseling Center developed new resources or support groups for those who are stuck in isolation or have, who have contracted the coronavirus? But we have expanded tel our telehealth program uh, to more than 90 providers. You know, we're offering psychiatry if somebody needs medicine, weekly therapy appointments, accepting all practically all insurance. Uh, we're offering case management. If somebody needs help with, um, you know, connecting to financial resources, housing resources, um, social resources, things like that. We've even straight away from and we've opened up, up so for somebody that, you know, may typically get anxiety having a, a CDC research has shown a considerable number of young adults in the United States have reported that their mental health has been negatively impacted due to the coronavirus pandemic. Since the pandemic was declared, universities across the United States have been seeking out new ways to ensure students are safe while accounting for their mental health. WRFL reporter Jamie French describes one student whose story is a little different than most. CDC, the coronavirus pandemic may be stressful for most people. Fear and anxiety about a new disease and what could happen can be overwhelming and cause strong emotions. Public health actions, such as social distancing, can make people feel isolated and lonely. 
University students are also feeling the effects of this disease through the change to online instruction or even from the cancellation of spring break. However, one student in particular felt and saw the effects of COVID in a completely different aspect. UK junior and Air Force medic Yvonne Vandenberg puts her needs on pause to help those fighting the coronavirus disease. Earlier this year in April, I was called up for deployment to Louisville and we created a hospital in the Expo Center. So we set up, we could hold 2,000 patients. So we set up beds and medical equipment. The whole purpose of our mission was to accept COVID patients and to treat them. So I was deployed for a month. And um, while I was there, we did um, 12 hour shifts and um, took care of patients with confirmed COVID cases. Vandenberg says that she joined the Air Force not only because it's a family tradition, but more importantly because she felt called to help those in desperate times like this. However, she feels that her mental health was still significantly affected. When I was deployed, we stayed in a hotel next to the Expo Center. We were not allowed to have our cars, so we couldn't go anywhere. Also, we were not allowed to see any friends or family. Staying at the hotel definitely had an impact on my mental health. It does make sense because we were working with COVID patients. It just made things tough because I couldn't have any interaction with people that I used to see on a day-to-day -day basis. Although the long days of treating COVID patients felt rewarding to Vandenberg, she still experienced a struggle trying to maintain her own health and stresses due to COVID. When I had COVID, quarantining for two weeks was definitely a struggle. It was tough with relationships, not being able to see like my friends or my boyfriend or family. I couldn't see them for two weeks, so it definitely had an impact on uh, my mental health. Because Vandenberg has been able to see firsthand how COVID negatively affects families, students, and those who have tested positive, she highly encourages to lean on the help of others in a virtual way. I would say overall COVID has had a big impact on my life and everyone else's. It's definitely important to um, talk to someone if you're quarantining, just to tell people how you feel and reach out because it is tough basically not having interaction for two weeks. So I would definitely encourage people to do that. Vandenberg claims that her efforts to help Kentuckians fight against COVID-19 is not over with yet, but for the time being, she's thankful that she can still be a UK student despite the new online instruction. For WRFL Radio, I'm Jamie French. Ashley, what do you recommend for easing the stress of online classes at home? So absolutely, online virtual learning has been difficult. It's an adjustment for all of us. Um, but it's also an opportunity that is unique and creative and innovative that we haven't had before. So in the past, when you missed classes or were sick, you missed the class, you were sick, you were unable to attend. Virtual learning has opened the door where everybody is it's accessible. Um, it's, it is difficult, but asking for help, seeking that help. Uh, the student success integrative, or integrative coaching opportunity um, and the wellness coaching opportunity allows for students to meet one-on-one -on -one with virtual wellness coaches and student success coaches to learn those tips and tricks to overcome some of those virtual um, barriers that might exist and your time maintenance, your um, learning, it's different type of learning style and how you can adjust to that. So continuing to seek help, knowing those resources, I think it's also a good time to focus on the good things that are happening around us, connecting with nature and connecting with others in innovative and creative ways. We've seen a lot of that happening um, where people that we hadn't had communication with in the past were finding new innovative, creative ways to connect. And 
Matt, do you believe that online and hybrid college courses are easing the stress that students are facing, or do you think that it's increasing the stress? I think it eases the stress for people that are really concerned with coronavirus and, and getting close to people. At the same time, I thought I think it causes more stress for, for others. Um, but again, it's a challenge that, that we're, we're faced with, and I think that we'll knock down the challenge and we'll, we'll succeed. Well, thank you both for being with us this evening, and thank you to our listeners for joining us. We hope the research presented, along with the insight from our experts, has enlightened you on the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic on students' mental health. We would like to thank our guests, Ashley Hinton-Monster and Matt Grammer. Join us next week as we discuss the new technology created because of the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm Sarah Simon-Patches, and you're listening to WRFL Radio 88.1 FM.